You're listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. Each week, we take a single episode of a science fiction TV series or movie and overanalyze it to within an inch of its life. Welcome to the discussion. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fusion Patrol. I'm Eugene. And I'm Simon. And tonight we're going to be starting to take a look at a new series here. It's a very short series. Uh, it's entitled 11th Hour. It's a British production, and we'll talk a little bit more with it. Uh, it stars Patrick Stewart. There was an American remake of this starring some guy named Rudolph or something. And, uh, Rufus Stewell, who's, Rufus, who's yeah, also British. Is he? Well, he would have to be with the name Rufus. I got, he would have to be. Um, but uh, this is the British version with Patrick Stewart. And uh, we'll be looking at the first episode, Resurrection. And episode synopsis goes a bit like this. A car chase leads police to discovering what appears to be dozens of human remains and a suspect in the form of a highly religious caretaker. The caretaker confesses that he was paid to burn the remains, but that he felt they needed proper burial, and so had created his own little graveyard in a field. Dr. Ian Hood and his bodyguard, Rachel, show up to spoil the copper's day. These aren't murders! These are non-viable fetuses. The latest in a string of similar incidents that Hood is trying to put an end to. The fetuses are all genetically identical, indicating that they are unsanctioned attempts to clone a human being. Hood is on the trail of the Clone Master, known only as Geppetto. Since it's not murder, the cops don't care and bugger off. Except for the cop named Doug, who wants in Rachel's pants something fierce. Hood uses unorthodox tactics to get information. He abducts the caretaker and forces him to confess to his god, which leads Hood to a makeshift implantation clinic in an abandoned building. Meanwhile... A young girl who's made some seriously questionable choices in life, including getting knocked up by a human rat bag named Raleigh, who abuses her, and renting her womb out for illegal experimental cloning experiments, is having a rough time of it. Raleigh is making trouble, and her pregnancy isn't going well. In fact, Dr. Hayward, the disgraced and struck-off doctor who is treating her, has real concerns that she's going to die during the pregnancy. Which is a shame, because she's got the best clone baby yet, and it would be a pity if something happened to that. With some extrajudicial sleuthing and Rachel putting out for Doug, they identify Hayward as the doctor involved, but not Geppetto. And Hood deduces that a Mr. Gifford is the rich, bereaved father who is financing the cloning experiments. As cages are rattled, and Kelly's physical condition becomes critical, Hood stands face-to-face -face with his arch-nemesis, Geppetto. Face-to-face, -face, that is, across the mostly dead body of Kelly. Hood must continue the CPR in an effort to save Kelly, and he must stand by and watch as Geppetto walks away. The end. Okay, so a little a word of background. Um, as, as has been put forward on this podcast a few times in the past, we're deeply disappointed that the world does not have Doomwatch in it anymore. <laughs> and uh, this was kind of brought to my attention as, as a sort of modern show with a... I think the best I was told was a bit of a Doomwatch feel to it. Which, you know, upon recommendation was like, okay, well, 
don't sure. I mean, we desperately need Doom Watch. I don't understand why people aren't making like Doom Watch all the time. I don't I I, I don't get it. That's just the failure of Hollywood and credulous television and anyway, but <clears throat> so uh I I was um I was deeply disappointed uh in the, and I'm not saying necessarily it was bad, but it wasn't what I was dreaming of and a little bit more of a cop drama than I had uh, had hoped. Uh, I don't know what, what were your what were your initial thoughts about this? Well, I I I didn't really have any particular hopes around. I mean, you've got to you've got to bear in mind that I mean the the recommendation that it that it was uh, like Doomwatch is it is that I mean I I I think there's something in that. I think there's something in that. I I am I am going to defend that, but um, but I actually I I put this on the list of things that we should look at before we looked at Doomwatch. I think um, it kind of sat there on the list. It obviously didn't register with you until one of our regular listeners kind of put it forward, um, yeah. and it and it disappeared from my brain as things often do in um, in in the days when. Um, you do your instant before it was all kind of Netflix instant gratification. Well, no, actually not before yeah. it was Netflix because that was what Netflix was before it was all streaming and instant gratification. And Netflix uh, on your side of the pond was posting DVDs through the letterbox. And we mm-hmm. had similar services over here. I would put things on the list and they would send things through as they became available. And something would pop through the letterbox you know, four months, five months, a year later. And I'd have completely forgotten why I put it on the list. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so this, I mean, and usually one of us knows what we're getting into with the shows that we watch. But um, th- this one, this one, it was this kind of co- coalescing of our, our interests coming from slightly different aspects, but with neither of us really knowing what it was about. And yours is Stephen um, Gallagher, right? That, that's what that, brought you to this. That 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 I that I believe was the original link. So I, I think it was after I'd watched Warriors Gate one time, and I was like, "God, yeah, this is a this is a really good serial, and we ought to watch some more of what he's done. What else has he done?" And I looked him up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Bugs. Yeah, I remember Bugs, um, mm. which is kind of completely different from Warriors Gate." Um, so all right, what else has he done? And here we have a show that he's not just written for, but he's actually created. And it's mm-hmm. not not perhaps been successful enough to pick up a, a renewal in the UK. It has, though, spun off into a, a longer a longer run in the US, albeit getting cancelled over there ultimately as well. Right. So that, you know, that, w- that was my curiosity with this. And I honestly had no real idea exactly where this would be situated into i mean i knew it wasn't going to be a space opera okay right but i didn't know exactly where it was going to be situated on the the spectrum of sci-fi whether it was going to be on the the warrior's gate end of kind of um the cusp of being between universes uh and realities or whether it was going to be in the bugs style of unexplained explosions and silly gadgets yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I, 
I don't. I don't want to say that there is. I don't see the Doom Watch aspect to it. And I've. I have now subsequently looked at the other three episodes. I've watched the episodes, but I've looked at the the plot synopses, and there is a don't commonality. Tell me, no yeah, I won't. No, I, I won't. But there's a commonality of the theme here. Like cloning is a thing, and in Doom Watch, you might take look at the ethical issues of cloning, or you might yeah. look at some, but. What disappoints me is this: is that there's just none of that. This is well, I do. Oh well, true. well, I do have a couple of things about whether or not doing the cloning is unethical, and but it's really not about that. It's it's really about the fact that we've already decided you're not supposed to be doing cloning, and these people are trying to do cloning, and therefore that's essentially whether it's a, a legal oh. crime or whether it's a, a, an ethical crime. But in other words, it's in a, it's in a very different, it, it, it feels like a cop show where Hood's job is to, ah, this is a, this is a crime with a sciency thing. So you go do it. And so I do have some things to talk about on it, but I just, mm. it, it is, it was not touching the things that interest me, which are the issues regarding cloning and as opposed to you know following this this poor girl and and these scummy doctors and our 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 heroes tracking them down in a in a very common rogue cop kind of way like he has to break the rules to get the job done but he does it that was where i i was really surprised i i had expected it to be the cloning is more of a prop to get you into this story. It is not, I don't feel it's integral to, to where this happens. I mean, I'm sure I've seen almost this exact same story with people who are just paying people to have babies through artificial insemination in CD clinics, where I, I'm, I'm sure I've seen, not, this, not word for word, but in other words, the exact same kind of scenario Rich people are paying to have this done. They're finding down on the luck girls. They're doing it. It's not always successful and there are problems and da, 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 da. perhaps they're even killing the girls. I don't remember, but it's like, it, it just kind of, it's like, okay, yeah, it's just the fact that they're clones is kind of irrelevant to what they're trying to do here. So that's where my disappointment falls on this. I, I, I It's possible the other episodes take a deeper look at the implications instead of or the 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 ethical and the and the the moral implications or even the technological implications than just the sort of we got to stop people from dying today and bring them to justice that, that that's where i that's where i fell on it i think that i think that's i mean obviously we've watched one episode of this and we've watched I guess about twenty odd episodes of Doom Watch. Um, mm, mm -hmm. Would that we could watch more? There are definitely episodes of Doom Watch that are not about exploring both sides of the ethical arguments. They are very absolutely. Much, someone is doing bad with some science, and it's all about the question of how the Doom Watch team unravel that and ultimately stop those people. And I think this is very much in the mold of that it's it's this is this is definitely in the same category as doom watch and and black mirror the sort of five seconds into the future strand of science fiction and i don't 
I don't think you're wrong that it does follow a lot of the conventions of a cop show. But I think what this comes back down to is that, and, you know, we have discussed this at length in various ways, but science fiction isn't a genre. Science fiction, I mean, we've argued about what it actually means. And I think, although we've kind of incorporated some things that aren't even that science-y, and this is, this is, the science here is pretty hard, the thing I guess that we've agreed on is that the the nature of science fiction should mean that the science involved is fictional rather than it being fiction that is about science. So I think perhaps we might agree that, I don't know, a, a kind of biopic about Marie Curie um, would not be science fiction. Mm. But... This 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 is ta- this is taking something that in two thousand and six would be on the edge of possible and just pushing it a little bit further, and on that basis, I think you can argue that yeah, it 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 just about qualifies as science fiction. I don't know how much further the other episodes will push it, and 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 it's de- it's definitely debatable because I found I have been you know since watching it I have been looking around for how it was described and Stephen Gallagher was saying this is not science fiction so I can see there it it may be a slightly rocky argument for me to make (laughs) he's kind of saying it's it's science themed drama but you know yeah I think that's probably a closer I'll give him that one on this one I think it's probably science themed drama but you know that there are occasionally writers who will write something that is clearly science fiction and then they will say it is not science fiction to get people to watch it who don't buy into science fiction or because they want to put forward the view that they want to put forward the view that theirs is more factual than it is you know and and you could see that maybe someone who is trying something along the doom watch line it's like this isn't science fiction this is real you know you have to worry about those plastic eating viruses right now you kind well, of, do, do, you know, but yeah, I, I get that. Do, but do, Doomwatch undoubtedly, whether, whether or not it was intending to, Doomwatch undoubtedly crossed the line into science fiction in certain episodes. Yes. And there are other episodes where it definitely didn't. So, the train and detrain for, right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. all about personnel, HR rules. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, we discussed a, a number of them where we kind of, we discuss we discuss the episode, we discuss the show because it, you know it's part of a series that definitely, definitely has science fiction elements on its day, um, but not in every in every episode. I mean, I guess on that basis, you could you could sort of say we should we should count the Avengers as science fiction because there are some definitely science fiction episodes, but they are the balance is different. Doomwatch yeah. goes there yeah. much more often. But there are entire episodes where they are not science fiction. No well, I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times, Doomwatch is taking taking existing science, extrapolating a little further into the future, so that they can then present the argument of why this could be bad. Yes, I think which I in think a, is in a sort of clearer point. And I, I kind of, I actually didn't feel like this. I, I maybe in two thousand and five, is it two thousand and six. 2006 maybe in 2006 i wouldn't have felt the same way about cloning but i kind of feel like i i probably would have said nah there's probably somebody working on that right now doing exactly this so but but i think i think that's probably the impression it wants to give 
I mean, look, a lot of the a lot of the kind of Charlie Brooker stuff or whatever, you do think, well, in 10 years, we'll just look back on it and think he was just writing about what's happened. And because if you forget the, Perhaps, the yeah. precise timeline of these things, you just think, yeah, it's a history. I, I, I think one of the things you've got to remember about 2006 is science fiction was not sexy then. This is one year after Doctor Who came back. And I don't think, I mean, the the next, they, obviously ITV didn't continue with this. And the next year they produced Primeval, yeah. which, you know, okay, goes that's way, science fiction fantasy, way from, yeah. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the whole shebang. No question about it. But, but I, I think at, at this point, science fiction was a much harder sell. And so what they were looking at was doing something that was, it's, it's kind of like getting your kids to eat their vegetables. If you mm. can mince them up small and mix them in with something else and not tell them that they're getting it, then they won't complain. And this is, it's a bit like that. We'll just, we'll add our science into a cop show and the ITV audiences will just lap that up because they'll be watching a cop show with classic odd couple. And the science is kind of, it, it's there, but they'll, they'll be so caught up in the rest of it that they won't mind. Yeah. I, I'm going to say when I picked this, I went and took a look at the Wikipedia entry on the British version and it doesn't say a whole lot. Uh, you know, I, I could, again, what I read there made me think, all right, you know, this could have that doom watch vibe. I, I'll, I'll, we'll call it the doom watch vibe, but you know, like a, 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 a spiritual successor to it, not a third cousin, which is kind of what it feels <laughs> like. But I subsequently went to take a look at the American version in Wikipedia after I watched this, which has a much bigger Wikipedia entry in it. Although the plot synopsis for the first episode of the American version, which is also called Resurrection, written by someone else, not Stephen Gallagher, uh, sounds exactly the same. It, it's, it is the same story, right, right down to the CPR yeah. at the end. And um, uh, so I thought, well, you know, it's kind of the, might be the same show. But then there's no descriptions basically for anything left. <laughs> it's like one sentence at best for the rest of the episodes. And what it says here that should have tipped me off is this under the critical reception, quoting this. And of course, this is the American version. Despite the absence of any supernatural or science fiction elements, some critics compared the series to the X-Files, <laughs> which... Well, there you go. I mean, I, 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 I think your, your description of this being a cop show where he just gets handed the kind of sciencey stuff is, again, it comes back to your definition of science fiction because The X-Files is just a show. It's a cop show in which the, the lead happens to get handed the cases with the supernatural elements. Um, okay, they're supernatural rather than science. So... <laughs> Definitely or I guess physical, aliens but... are science, but I guess aliens from another world might clown as science over supernatural. But uh, yeah, right, well, yeah, but yeah, it, but in other words, it definitely, definitely goes. It goes. It bends towards the weird. The X Files bends towards the weird, and this yes. bent towards the absolutely straight up. Yeah, which again, which again, I you know, I think I think comes back to Doom Watch as as a as an approach. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have had an a, a, an alien episode of Doomwatch. You know, we had an alien episode of Kolchak. Mm -hmm. That 
that wouldn't have happened with Doomwatch. Right. Absolutely. That's that's not what it was. That's not what it was there for. But I think I think Doomwatch was there to do something. Right. Doomwatch had a purpose. It was to 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 wake up the audience. We know that from Kit Peddler and Jerry Davis. That 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 was yeah yeah that was without wanting to. I, I don't get have that the from Mary this. Shelley discussion again. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want like, to get there. This is not that. This is. I I I I agree. I agree that um, I th- I think the dif- the difference is that Doomwatch has got it's it's got the science running through its DNA, hasn't it? Because mm-hmm. it, it it's written or cre- or or co-created by a scientist, right? Right. And this isn't. It's using the science as an inspiration for the stories. It is, I think, doing something that is a bit of a warning, um, as in looking at the kind of ethical, the, 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 the potential ethical consequences of the misuse of science, which I think was an element of Doomwatch, albeit in Doomwatch, compared compared to this episode, Doomwatch, Do, Doomwatch was more morally ambiguous, not because they were necessarily exploring both sides of every story, but because this is very much good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's no doubt about that. This is definitely like, cops and robbers. Yeah. It, Geppetto it, it, is Geppetto is. I mean, Geppetto. The, the, there's potentially more to explore there, but she, as far as we can tell, she's basically just doing it for the money um now that may not prove to be true but you know, the 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 guy who's commissioned her he's got a tragic story or whatever but when it comes down to it he's doing the thing that meets his needs at the expense of everyone else and the the resolution has to ha- ha- you know is him being talked around it's very much not a question of of well-meaning but misguided or overzealous or you know, it's selfish careless or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So let, let, then let's talk because when I came to this, I, after watching, I'm like, okay, this is going to be tough. And then I, I gave it some thought and I said, well, what we can do is uh, maybe the show doesn't explore the issues, but maybe we can explore the issues a little bit uh, about this. Why is this unethical? You've got a, a, a guy who's got a lot of money. And he's free to spend his money the way he wants it. You have somebody in Geppetto who is not making any guarantees. You've got you've got women who are being paid and are willing to be paid to carry a child. And yes, there's an abnormally high spontaneous abortion rate. And I think that's what we're supposed to be getting here. This is not... I don't know whether or not... Uh, Dr. Hayward is is you know doing a genetic probe and going oh that one's got three arms and aborting it or whether they're spontaneously aborting because they're non-viable but it's all a consensual transaction here across Informed the board consent. it seems to be it does not seem to be they're not being told what they're doing are you saying that that Kelly I believe would yeah Kelly uh, would go. Oh well, um, no, I'm not not a clone. You know that she what? that she would care what type of fetus she was paid to carry. Did we watch I'm sure, the same show? Yes, I know she. I know she was told that she's giving carrying a child for a couple who want a child, and 
that's a lie because they're not a couple. But she knows she's she, carrying she, a child for someone else. So I mean, someone she, who's because because they're unable to have children, and and there's literally a line in it where she says, "Not just the money. It's you know, it's she's feeling okay. bad for this couple because she was hoping to to give them something that they were unable to have." I, but, yes, I, mean, I know. Regard, I, they regard, did lie to her, that, but I'm she, saying she, that if, that if they, she hid, no, if she knew, there, I you can guarantee there you, are people you, who would do that. You can't bring a hypothetical. If, if it's not informed consent, if you go hypothetically, this person would consent to it. I'm not saying Kelly would, but I am. I am pointing out that Hood is taking a position without knowing anything about Kelly. Doesn't know anything about her existence. That this is wrong this, this is this is this is we can't allow this it's wrong it's bad but kelly could have been a completely willing volunteer she could have been all of them could have been completely willing volunteers with full hood doesn't know that he doesn't know anything about any of the mothers up to this point so he's after this because cloning is wrong and you can't do that <laughs> I, okay well, for but i'm not sure that cloning is wrong i i can't say from a fact that 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 is a, a wrong thing to do. It seems like it, but just because I have a, a, a automatic sort of, eh, does not make it wrong. That just makes it a gut reaction that, you know, we do not need any more rich people making more copies of themselves in this world because, you know, we, we aren't going to be cloning good people. We're going to be cloning the scum. But that's not that, money. That I, but, don't, I don't think he ever says that. I, no, he doesn't. I, we, don't I get, think... we don't get his motivation for this. Oh, yeah, it's we just, do. It's yeah, wrong. No, 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 we do. There's an explanation of it. But, I mean, just just on, on that specific point of the of it could be it could be all consensual and okay, I just wonder how you explain the disposal of all of those fetuses because if it was legitimate, why is a caretaker being bunged 20 quid to stick them in a the furnace? Okay, why well, like, that's easy. Field? That's easy. That, that, that's That's perfectly simple that is explained at great length there is no crime here it's medical waste hood says that himself the fact that they are disposing of them in a non-standard way is because what they are doing is against the law i didn't say it wasn't illegal i just said i'm not 100 percent sure that it's could that it has to be unethical that that, that the moral implications are are necessarily bad here and that was what i was going at in other words if we're going to look at the show the thing they don't raise is the moral issue all they raise they is ra the legal issue they don't raise the moral issue around cloning itself and i agree there is a possibility that it that that could have been interesting to explore it could also have been quite excruciatingly repetitive but well it wouldn't have done it in 90 minutes that's for darn sure but yeah exactly exactly the so so the, the reason that Hood says that cloning is wrong is because of the effect that he believes it will have on public opinion and the government in relation to stem cells because he thinks that there is a chance that, it, that stem cell research will be banned and he thinks that some, someone, you know, a bad actor going rogue and doing human cloning will create publicity, bad publicity, scare stories around the whole area. And to, sorry, use a bad metaphor for this, but the baby will get thrown out with the bathwater. That's his argument. 
let's not. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, going to argue that people do react stupidly and uh, conflate two separate issues. Um, so in a way, he's not wrong. But I'm sure there's lots of other things that will make people want to ban stem cell research, too. And you can't do A because someone else might try to stop B because of ignorance or public perception is not the greatest of arguments. I get why he's, I get why they say that, um, you know, that anything that you do that's going to produce fetuses uh, is going to be uh, controversial to some people. And I'm not even saying that this is an acceptable number of failures. Uh, in, in, in my opinion, opinion literally i would say in my opinion that if you haven't got to the point where you can produce animals at a substantially better rate of success then you aren't ready to move on to humans i'll 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 go there um and this does seem like somebody has just leapt to humans because they're getting paid a big fat paycheck um but yeah you know they're it's, so that's an implication to, to discuss as well. But it just, like I say, it, it really doesn't kind of go there. The other thing that the episode goes into is, and it seems like it's going to lean heavily on it at the beginning, is the religious angle. Yes. And, you know, when, I got to say, when the guy is driving along at the beginning of the episode and he's, he's praying and he's got that thing in the back and... I, I really was getting an X-Files vibe out of it because I was pretty sure this guy has been possessed by a demon or something. Uh, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, I thought it, we were going we were gonna get something supernatural at that point, given I didn't know anything about the show. I absolutely thought that and I'm like, okay, I can see this is gonna be a this is gonna be a creepy kind of uh thing and then and then suddenly it's like, no, it turns out it's I mean it freaks out the officer and you think, Okay, that's that's we don't see what it is and then then we see the graveyards and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's a serial murderer. And then suddenly it's like, yeah, he's somebody's doing some unauthorized experiments. Absolutely illegal, wrong, bad. Don't do that. You shouldn't because it should be conducted under the correct auspices. But, you know, they're then paying their caretaker to incinerate them because they're not a proper medical facility, but they are doing exactly what should be done to them just perhaps in a in a less orthodox way and he because he's religious is taking it upon himself it's like no 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 these are fetus these are these are humans when they're not they're fetuses these are humans and they need a proper christian burial and so he's buying a cross that costs him more money than what he's getting paid to dispose of them and then he's taking them out and giving them a a a, a, a proper burial and we kind of, you know, there's a, there's a little discussion with Hood about him when he kidnaps him and takes him to a church and puts him down in front of Jesus and forces him to confess his sins, which I, I don't even know what to make of that scene, uh, that whole sequence. I said, well, that must seem stupid to you. Uh, it doesn't seem stupid to me. Uh, forgot what the word he used was. This guy did illogical. No. Yeah, something like that. Illogical. Something like illogical. Uh, but there you go. And then that's the end of it. We 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 the rest that's dropped from the rest of the story. The 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 
the aspect of it. And there isn't even a there isn't even a tie in when he talks about the stem cell research to say, you know, it's religious people that want to stop stem cell research. You know, it, that that's why he doesn't even say that. And yet, yeah, we have that is... whole buildup. It's very odd. Well, except that probably wouldn't be a thing in the context of a kind of media frenzy in the tabloids over here would not focus on that because we don't have that same kind of that same kind of religious rights, that same kind of politicization of Christianity. Okay, who's opposed to stem cell research in Britain then? Well, I think there's just a general squeamishness. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's not a kind of Christian moral outlook that underpins a lot of the way that people approach these kind of ethical questions. But I don't think it's quite as explicit, and I certainly don't think it's as linked to... I mean, I, you, you know more about American politics than I do, but, but would it be fair to say there's a kind of, there is a real electoral dimension to the, the, the kind of Christian right? Uh, they certainly have done their damnedest to be a voting block, yes. Because we if just, that's what we you just mean. don't have, do, yeah, that is exactly it. I mean, we just don't have that. But you definitely do have religious groups because we even watched that Doomwatch episode about Mary Whitehouse and her crusaders for Christian values. Yes, yes. As, 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 I mean, yeah, as political lobby groups, not as mainstream factions of political parties. I guess that's the difference. I mean, you probably find it. There'll, there'll be the kind of, conservative christian meetings at party conference but they won't need to book a big room i don't think i mean i may i don't know i may be doing a bit of a, a disservice i I, ju I just think the the public discourse around this doesn't tend to be as explicitly focused on the this is this is wrong because the bible says it's wrong or a preacher says it's wrong it's more the kind of let's appeal to the ordinary man in the streets moral values like you know yeah if you think this is wrong this is this is wrong so and and the tabloids tend to rely on that to to whip up a a moral frenzy about anything rather than because i'm not necessarily arguing right or wrong here but I'd say the 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 approach to it would be to actually take a calm intellectual consideration of the matter yeah <laughs> it usually is the right approach, but yeah, it doesn't always happen. Uh, another issue, another uh, thing that is touched on and then kind of not, but it, it's absolutely another thing Doomwatch could go about, is that genetic database they have, or don't have, as the case may be. They're able to find Kelly because she committed a crime, but they can't find the father because he's not a criminal. The, the donor father, right? They, yes. there, there was a little yeah. touch of the genetic, the genetic database. And I know yeah, I'm that... Sure that would have been there in 2006. Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't doubt it. I mean, I'm, we have a genetic database, I'm sure, here that's used for a variety of things, you know, all probably nefarious in the police uh, realm. But, uh, you know, it is a controversial topic, compiling a database. And... And would have One been more so, actually, in 2006. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, I think it would have been here. Because, you know, we... there There is almost a... <laughs> there is almost a wistfulness in Hood when, or 
whoever it was, was like, well, you know, we, we can't find them because they're not, they haven't committed any crimes, so they're not in the database. <laughs> it's like, hmm, yeah, well, that's the same as true with fingerprints, right? You don't, you don't get in the database unless you've been, you've been bad. And when you start advocating for having everyone fingerprinted and everyone genetically hmm. put in the database, then, then that's a whole different issue. And there was a kind of, yeah, it's pity. Pity we don't have that. I'm not saying he was, that, that, the, that the writer was advocating for it, but it just was kind of like, psh, there's another one we could, have, we could have had some fun with, and they, they didn't. But I, but I think I think you're in character terms. You're you're quite right, and it and it kind of indicates that there's there's a sort of quist like authoritarianism to him. Okay. Well, the, yeah. The, there He's... are there are signs of it at any rate. Yeah. And then let's see. Was there those were really the only things that I could come up with uh, concerning you know the the use of religion, the the question of the of you know can cloning be done ethically. Uh, the, the the top of the genetic database. Um, unless you have anything else on those those particular things, we can turn to the turn to the characters and the acting and and some of the the more uh, prosaic aspects of the. So I, I mean, I I guess the one this is sort of straying into looking at the the drama itself. But the one thing that is kind of connected to this whole question of the scientific dimension within the show is. It is. It is to do with with the setup, and and I was thinking about it when you kind of said, "Well, let, there's there's Hood or, ordering a, a search of the DNA database," and obviously one of the kind of moral the, or eth- ethical dimensions of of having a database, even if it only is only only records DNA of people who are suspected or convicted, and you know is only mm-hmm. retained in certain circumstances and all the rest of it. The point about it is it's still quite carefully controlled. And again, you know, there would there would be serious ethical consequences if you would say, well, yeah, we're having a we're having a DNA database and just anyone can can access the the data in there. So But he didn't fact... do that, did he? Didn't he get Doug to do it? Or didn't he get he Rachel did. to get Doug to do it? Yeah. He did. Yes. Yes. So where where does his authority for that come from? Which was one of the one of the things that I spent quite a bit of the episode wondering about. I don't um, think he has it. Well, obviously he does because Special Branch have have assigned Rachel to him for the for the benefit of the investigation that he is undertaking. So it's 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 not he's not just he's not just been given a kind of witness protection type or you know so someone who's life has been threatened although mm. thinking about it that that does raise the question of whether his views have attracted controversy but um well, but yeah, yeah no i i I, def- I definitely got the sense that there was there was some it again it comes back to the doom watch setup right in right doom watch you've got a you, you've got a it goes fictional but you've got a government department whose remit is specifically around this kind of idea of policing science Yep. And here you have a much smaller team, essentially Hood. <laughs> but yeah. someone someone whose job seems to be a an authorized government scientific troubleshooter 
type mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be interested to see what more we get in future episodes around this. But a lot of what he was doing wasn't the job of a scientist or the, his, no. his role in this episode. He, what he was doing was investigating. And so why is a scientist better at that than a trained investigator? I have no answer. My contention would be that actually you'd probably be better off, even if, even if what you want to do is set up a, a scientific troubleshooter, is actually to hire someone who is an investigator to yes. do that job. Um, yes. Provide them with the scientific advice that is necessary, but let an investigator do an investigator's job while the scientist does research. Um, I could see how perhaps having the scientist at, say, a crime scene, perhaps in reality, perhaps from a dramatic standpoint, where you could say uh, he might notice things that that uh, a standard investigator would not. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, but I would so, say that's, that's kind of to provide advice because a lot of the things that... Uh, Hood has this thing in this where he has that almost kind of supernatural intuition that the kind of post-Holmes detective must traditionally have, where he goes, aha, the, the, you know, where Rachel talks about Geppetto and Pinocchio, he's, aha, he, the, 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 uh, the person who is commissioning this must be someone who wants to re- resurrect his son and that's not that doesn't take a scientist to to have that intuition that's a that's an investigator's intuition <laughs> the other thing about that is i was right we don't know who it is we just know of them as geppetto i i gotta say i honestly admitted that i thought that was just a name that hood had made up for his unknown enemy not that yes, that so was the that code name that they were going by which, therefore, you know, when they finally go, well, Geppetto creating a boy, it's like, well, duh, that's why I named it that. Oh, wait. Suddenly <laughs> it's like, that's why they call themselves that. They're making a boy. It's like, yeah, they're a clone master. No, no, no. But it, the, <laughs> Again, the, the, it, 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 yeah. It the, was that, just... No, no, no. That, that was a given. I think the, the, the point about her raising that was that it shifted him from thinking this is... This is Geppetto making a boy as a clone master would, you know, like Geppetto is a puppet maker, right? As opposed to making a son. Yeah. Yeah, well, but but Geppetto Geppetto is the childless one, which is... The the reason Geppetto is calling herself Geppetto is presumably the puppet maker side of it, rather than because she wants a son for herself. And that that was Hood's... Right. revelation if you like that he realized that actually it was someone else it was the client who he should be focusing on from an investigative viewpoint but that's the point it's he's doing yeah. investigation that's a little that's a, that whole connection was a little dodgy because if the clone master did in fact call himself geppetto then i would i would be thinking actually that geppetto was trying to clone themselves not someone yeah, yeah, yeah. else yeah no yeah it, it, right it, and that, but that that is the point it's not that that wasn't a that wasn't a direct inference from the clue in the name geppetto it was something that just stimulated a a an almost totally separate inspiration that was entirely to do with 
how you should be approaching the investigation. In other words, you don't approach the investigation from the perspective of trying to work out why, you know, what what what's going what's going on with the clone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that doesn't make sense on its own. You have to focus on who is paying the piper, and well, that will and, give and you your answers. And that that is it's true. I mean, it works in this case. But an investigator would have known that from the start that you follow the money. Exactly. Right. Somebody had to be exactly. bankrolling this, so that had to go and back so, to and, why is someone bankrolling it? Yeah. Exactly, and 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 so that makes you think it would definitely be better to have hired an investigator in this role. Right. Of course, if well, when. So we got onto that because of the issue of whether he has authority. I'm not saying he isn't an official, and I'm not saying that he maybe he would have the authority to search the database, the genetic database, or he could get it. I'm just saying that the way this story plays out, I feel more likely that considering how he kidnaps people who've been released and interrogates them in a completely illegal way, uh, the fact that, you know, Rachel shooting at people that he, I, I just yeah but you know paperwork and uh but again i don't know if that was i'm not sure she was doing the right thing there but that's another story dramatic purposes it was but i just didn't get the feeling that he'd gone to doug and said hey run this for me i have the authority i think it went i think it went more like hey rachel go talk to doug He's got a thing for you. See if you can't oh, no, get him to slip this on the side. So that means he didn't have the authority to do it. He Maybe he could have gotten it, but he's doing it the yeah. unofficial way. So therefore, the ethics of protecting that database are demonstrated as to how that doesn't work. If, if a skirt can make your cops divulge the info. No, I, they, no they I, th- I yeah. think... I think... I think I think the point is that he he could have done it that Cook knew he knew he it, that it that it was that he was he was essentially expediting things rather than doing something that was illegitimate or passing information to someone who shouldn't have the information. I'm not sure that's true when he gives him the fetus. But oh that, yeah, I'm yeah, sure that's, that's definitely another matter. Not. But but I but I, 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 I I think you're right. I think that he is he is using he's yeah he's using the advantage that he's got there and it, and i find all that quite interesting because in in character terms because of the fact that he quickly becomes aware that cook is in serious jeopardy with his boss as a result of what he's doing and he doesn't tell rachel or not until after cook has got the fetus for them mhm yeah yeah he he's a he's a Let's let's call him crafty, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and the co- you know the cops don't come off very well in this either. Apart from I mean, Rachel. yeah, yeah. I mean, when they get the the whole crime scene and they're digging up the fetuses, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, this is medical waste. Okay, never mind. Wasted my day. It's like I don't know that I don't know that that's exactly how you're supposed to come off of that. I mean, he is investigating a crime. It's not murder. But but it's still evidence. It's still a crime scene. It's a scene of a crime. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, well, he, it, he, should, it, he should be passing it over to someone else. Yeah, in a different I mean, division he, he instead of homicide. Wouldn't be putting his resources on that. The point is how he how he deals with the 
whatever he is, civil servant or whatever, who he's supposed to be liaising with or who believes he's supposed to be liaising because he could be polite and say, uh, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I can't uh, I can't uh, devote any further resources to this, but you could speak to colleagues in the whatever department. But he doesn't do that. He just tells him where to go. Yeah, yeah, so that... He's he's not a nice policeman. No, um, and and I'm not convinced that uh, Doug uh, was a particularly nice policeman. It's just Doug. In fact, Doug came off in many ways worse. I, I Doug was Doug made me cringe throughout this Doug episode. Was a pretty policeman. He he was so you know scummy and slimy with his approaches to Rachel and. And, you know, it, it, he just keeps doing it. And we finally culminate in that scene, semi-culminate in that scene where she brings him a favor. He does her a favor and says, you could have a drink. And she says, I asked you if, if you do a favor. I said, I owe you one, not that I, I owe give you one, you one which is give such you one. a good line. And then she gives him That's one. Brilliant. Like almost immediately thereafter. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what made you change your mind? Oh, she didn't change I, her mind. I mean, I just thought that was that was that was all superbly done because they 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 set it up with him doing the the crafty. He's got he you know he's going to seduce her with his cunning plan to pretend that the bar has just called last orders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you know she she has absolutely no illusions about it. I I I have a question about that. I understand in the UK that you have these hours that they can and cannot serve alcohol. And I'm not saying we don't have that here, but I was going to say, surely. Yeah, there is, there is, there's definitely times when they have to close. I think it's one in the morning. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Honestly have no clue. Um, <clears throat> but it's a much more, it's a very much more ritualistic deal in uk programs in in u.s programs you if you're ever likely to see that it's like this well we're closing the bar now and we're locking up and we're going home and that's <laughs> the moment when they stop serving alcohol <laughs> like it's when, when they're going home surely that's when they kick everyone out right well that's yeah i i don't there is no like ring the bell last order <laughs> as far as i know and you know, people complaining about the bizarre liquor laws in Britain where I think it used to be worse. I think you used to have like it did. shifted yeah. windows during the course of the day when you had to stop and then you could start again and, and all that. So I, I get that that's that is a more convoluted and a more ritualized thing. Is it true that bars can serve or that hotel bars can serve whenever they want? Is that because that seems to be what yes. she was saying. So that's different yes. from pubs in general. Yes. And and what are pub hours, just out of curiosity? Well, by 2006, there would no longer have been standard pub hours. You, it used to be that 11 o'clock was closing time. PM? But that would, that would have changed by... PM, yeah, that would have changed by 2006. Okay. But, so now it's, I assume, later? Well, it, it, I think the, the, point, the point is that premises would be license to sell alcohol and within that license they would be there would be hours they would they would apply they might apply to like serve alcohol till 2 a.m or whatever and uh their neighbors who would then have noisy drunk people being kicked out on the streets at 
half past two might object and the magistrate might say well you can't have it until 2 a.m or whatever and so you know had this been a pub and and i guess that's the point about changes in that alcohol uh laws that would have come in a few years before this it would have been that that um if it wasn't a if it wasn't a bar that rachel was familiar with she wouldn't necessarily know what the standard closing time is and anyway i mean that's the that's the time that you must close it doesn't stop anyone from closing early so okay fair enough fair enough um well i guess we covered what i have under my headline which is the mating rituals of the cliche species (laughs) i i i kind of liked there's a reversal in this that i guess it it still it probably shouldn't it still feels a little bit subversive and probably would have done more in in 2006 in the sense that you have the male and female leads within this show and the male lead is the brains and the female lead is the kind of the action hero and then she's the one who's getting to bed the bimbo and it is a pretty straight reversal but i like the way it's done okay and thoughts on the actors well, we got patrick stewart here of course that would have been a, i'm guessing I a draw would, yeah no i would happily i would happily listen to patrick stewart reading the phone directory yeah i mean i i, I think he's great one of one of my favorite films uh, is like kind of this in the guilty secrets department um and it ha- and it's it's one of those straight to TV movies that doesn't even have a proper title, but I think it tends to be called Death Train over here and possibly Detonator over on your side of the pond. <laughs> really, really kind of cheap, made in Croatia for cable movie with a young Pierce Brosnan in it. But it has they managed within the budget to find Patrick Stewart, so he. I mean, it it is one of those kind of lightning in a bottle things. Somehow the show just works, but Patrick Stewart elevates everything he's in, and uh, I, uh, I I liked the show. I enjoyed it quite a lot, but it definitely helped having Patrick Stewart there. Yeah, no, he's 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 I'm, <laughs> yeah, he's good. I, I've I've heard of him before. He's he's quite uh, <laughs> yeah, well. When it comes to science fiction, he has he he he's, he has done. Some small science fiction something, show that yeah, I he believe a few people have heard of. Life Force, that was it. He was in the movie Life Force, which oh, is uh, his, I think, his his peak of science fiction. Uh, <laughs> maybe some Marvel movies as some insignificant character there. I, I don't know, yeah. Um, and I didn't catch the name of the actor playing Rachel... I Ashley Johnson. I don't recognize her from anything. Um, she was in extras with Ricky Gervais, but I'm not particularly familiar with her. I, I I thought she was. She seemed pretty well cast. Also, from a physicality standpoint, she, she's an attractive woman, but she's also kind of stocky, which I I <laughs> I totally believe. You know, if somebody would be in special branch as a as a detective. I mean, they make them, they make these people be physical <laughs> and she looks like she could beat you up. That's uh, the, that's yes, that's exactly the point. You wouldn't, you wouldn't mess with her. Yeah. If, you know, if, if she told you, you know, to 
get down on your hands and knees. Yeah, you you do it. Well, <laughs> British 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 police don't tend to do that. But it, you know, if she told you, police don't move, you wouldn't move. Yeah, yeah. Any, I, I don't know that I have any other thoughts on this other than you know what we've said already. Just kind of surprised at what we ended up with. I I. Uh, I mean, like I've kind of put my cards on the table in terms of having having got to the end of this and found actually that I really enjoyed it. I was a bit surprised because early on, it, it I was sort of blowing a bit hot and cold with it. So I mean, the first line about I think I think the first line of dialogue you actually get beyond you know God forgive Lord's me, God prayer, forgive yeah, me, yeah. is is um, did you authorize some government science bloke in your evidence tent? And I thought. Well, that was quite a good line to sort of set the tone of the show. But then quite quickly, I did start getting a bit bothered about it is it is this thing of the the portrayal of scientists. Mm -hmm. The issue with some of the things I've been talking about, the fact that that Patrick Stewart is is playing the, the lead investigative role here and he's not really doing what a scientist does. And so. But he's being portrayed as doing science. And so we don't get to see someone doing science on an ITV primetime show. And the the stupid thing about it is exemplified by a line where he actually introduced himself as Ian Hood, scientist. Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it's like even even James Bond, if he went around to say he wouldn't go James Bond spy. He would be James Bond MI6. Right. You know? What yeah, what you what is You identify yourself by who you work for. Or you identify yourself by your discipline. Scientist isn't a discipline. What is he? Is he a microbiologist? No, 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 no. I, don't, he, I, a... I don't know. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't you wouldn't turn up and say Ian Hood, microbiologist. Because it, Well, it depends on the circumstances. Someone with a microbiology A level who's walked in off the street. The point is if you want to if you want to carry your authority, particularly when you're in a, you know, this is a, this is a, a government I agree. In the, agency in the, interaction. In the, in the situation where he was, where he was interacting with the cops, you're absolutely right. He should have said he was with special branch or he should have said whatever, whatever. Or the home office. Was, or... oh, yeah, he, that is absolutely what he should have said. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I am just saying that conversely, if he were in a situation where he it was appropriate for him to convey that he was a man of learning. Ian Hood, scientist, doesn't cut it either. Well, if he was if he was <laughs> a multidisciplinary science conference, then I think yes, he ought to be saying what his specific discipline was. I mean, even if a, even in a disciplinary science conference, he'd probably want to say what his particular research focus was. So, I, I literally, then, I literally in my mind hear the pepper pot ladies from monty python oh scientist i you know just yeah. <laughs> must be your own. you know it just it, it it just doesn't it comes off as a it comes off as what a writer would write because scientist is is a thing you're just you're just a scientist yeah but if someone else had said he's a scientist fits because you're talking about your you know then it's how we, what level you're grouping them but i just i have a hard time picturing yeah somebody yeah. introducing themselves it's, as scientist and 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 that kind of except for maybe the doctor 
that that um that sort of standard advice you know show don't tell yeah you're you're having to say he's a scientist because you have no intention of bothering to show that he's a scientist anywhere in this episode because he doesn't do anything yeah. that a scientist would do as we've said and i am a little disturbed by the fact that there is basically no meaningful introduction of the character either well i will be disturbed I, I will be disturbed if there is no exploration of the character i'm i'm open to that coming later albeit i guess we are one quarter of the way through this entire show now so yeah time's a bit limited but that may not have been the original intention well, these uh, these episodes are 90 minutes long right yeah yes well uh, yeah they were 90 minutes including ad breaks so they're just over an hour yeah it it felt long (laughs) i i didn't realize that when i started watching it that i was like wow this just seems to be going on and on and on and why are we wasting time with raleigh and uh which is uh, felt like a structural flaw to this story because it didn't really go anywhere and and i thought it was interesting that the woman stabbed him and didn't kill him because you know that's she did a pretty darn close job and didn't uh the next episode hang, hang of, on a minute yeah we haven't okay go ahead. we haven't talked about jane lapater jane lapater i don't know who that is jane lapater oh okay i mean i i again i i liked i liked the scene where they you know they they find kelly in this strange um private hospital or whatever it is mm. with with this random woman there and the fact that Hood doesn't twig that she's Geppetto. But I'm thinking, but you've cast Jane Lafferty. You're not, this is not just some random. I will be very surprised if we don't get Geppetto back before the end of this run, even though it's only four episodes long. I'm guessing, and again, this is entirely my own guesses, no spoilers here, but I'm guessing probably not next week, possibly in the in the fourth episode as the finale uh, i i i couldn't tell you uh if i if i wanted to because i don't know but it feels like they're setting unfortunately what it felt like to me was and i don't know the actor so therefore uh you know i didn't i didn't twig that this was anything other than just somebody that they hired to fill that role so therefore i just the writing made me think oh, God, we're going to have to deal with this cloning thing for the next three episodes is what actually was boiling through my mind when I well, watched that's, it. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that's not the case. It might be. It is not. Um, that I, I will go so far well, as to say on. it is not. Let's not give any spoilers. But uh... <clears throat> Well, my, my point there is that they do address different issues. It's not all, this is not the all-cloning show. That was my point. Because, as I said, after I watched this, I'm like, I need to at least have the the you know what is the what is the sciency angle for the rest of the show if there is one and, and there is one so whether or not they're connected I I don't know that, nothing like that just that they do have a they have different topics yeah it was an it was a a, a nice scene I I didn't know who the actor was and I knew that was Geppetto. <laughs> just, yes. I yeah. knew it instantly. It's like, ah, you've you've come across Geppetto and you're not you're not figuring that out. 
Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think I knew it instantly because because Geppetto was always referred to as he, and I didn't question that, and I, I thought that was an. I that was obviously intentional. Geppetto was always referred to as Geppetto, but I. Oh well, it's my. That's okay. That's the, That's entirely my own kind of my my hidden prejudice. <laughs> it's like, of course, it's obviously he's a scientist and bad guy. He must be a guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, yeah. I I won't swear to that, but I did I did notice that at least in one case they used Geppetto when it would be natural to switch to pronouns. You know? Okay. You, you know so, how that yeah. goes where they're like, well, Geppetto says we need to do that. Well, if that's what Geppetto says, something like that, you know, where you would just naturally right. well, if that's what she says, then yeah. Good point, because they obviously know they obviously know that she is a she. I I would assume. Yeah since she was there with them for the delivery. So I, I, I'm guessing they've met. <laughs> there was a little question about that as well. Anyway, anything else? I think that I've probably covered everything I've got there, yeah. All right. Well, when next we look at the 11th hour, we will be looking at the uh, second episode, which is written by the same two people. Stephen Gallagher and Steve, uh, Simon Stevenson. And this is credited to Stephen Gallagher, Resurrection. Wikipedia is saying the two names for some reason. I don't see a. I don't see a. I'm going to call into question the veracity of the Wikipedia page on this show. I don't think the sources are hmm. solid. It's possible. Uh, in which case, and it's probably the same two people, but maybe it's not. Um, the next episode, however, is entitled Containment. Simon, thank you for joining me. A pleasure, as always. Listeners, I hope you'll join us all again next time on Fusion Patrol. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. There are over 500 previous episodes available at FusionPatrol.com. Come join the conversation on Twitter, our website, or Facebook. Find out how you can become a supporter at patreon.com slash fusion patrol supporters get early access to all regular episodes bonus episodes and more there's even an optional podcast series where we're looking at the classic tv series babylon 5 our music is fight the future by amber wolf this has been a lone locust production